Hi, Abe. Yo. Base. Yo. We're back. <laughs> People, Finally. Anytime that it's, I mean, we try to do it every week, but every once in a while, it's every two weeks. I mean, we will try to get back on every week, but when we miss a week, everyone's like, so you end in the podcast then or what? <laughs> so the podcast is over, right? Just so I know I can end the subscription, right? The podcast will never be over, no matter where I'm working, so. Exactly. We'll keep That's it going good. forever. This one's just going to keep spinning. Yeah, so don't ask me every time, is the podcast over then? So that's it just, then, right? Just think that if we don't do one in a week, it's only because Abe is spending the entire week playing poker. To <laughs> that's we're true. Waiting, we're waiting for him to peel his ass out of there and say, I have nothing left. That That is true, actually. And that's that's where I was all week because I am I was very – this only matters if you go to the casinos, but I was very close to getting a diamond card at oh. the casino, which means nothing really. <laughs> I, I love how that how that has become your your goal. Like, well, I, I got it. Like just don't have money, but a diamond card. Well, no, because once you have the diamond card, you know, if you go to Vegas, they charge you these bullshit resort fees now. So it's they say it's a free room, but then they're like, oh, it's forty dollars a night resort fees with the diamond card. Bloop, no more resort fees. I I have we have a buddy that is always a diamond club member, and I remember going with him to Vegas and being like, oh, I got the. Uh, we can go to the Diamond Club room. I was like, oh, my God, who's going to be in there? Like, Clooney, you know, The Rock. <laughs> yeah. And I walk in, it's just Bunch of slobs. a collection of assholes wearing colostomy bags, stealing <laughs> everything from the free buffet. Well, it's funny, because I told my mom, I said, hey, I have the Diamond card now. We can go in the Diamond Lounge. She's like, oh, I'll dress up. I said, uh, no, don't worry about it. It was all slobs in there when I checked it out. <laughs> it's just a bunch of people in their 50s wearing diapers looking for slot machines. Yeah, and and you know what's fucked up? My dad literally pulled up when I was leaving, and he didn't see me. Oh man! So do you when you see your dad peeking out from there, do you like hide underneath? Like no, I was walking out in the parking garage, and he drove up, and I I, I don't I was wearing a hat, so I don't think he saw me, but I know it was him. It was one hundred percent. I haven't seen him in like at least a year. Wow! And and it made me feel sick. Like I was because he had a lot of gambling issues. So like for me to see him. I was going to say, it's kind of one of those things where you hate your dad so much, but yet, there you are at the casino, <laughs> in the club. I'm sure your dad's got that in spades by yeah. now. Well, that's that's the one issue he gave me was my love of gambling. <laughs> I mean, I could directly blame him for that because he, he has a gambling issue. Yeah, but he also had an alcohol issue too, right? Or no? No, he didn't even drink. Just straight up, let it ride. Yeah, he was a straight gambler. Or no, he might have drank a little bit, but he he had he had no issues with that. Wow. He he was a guy who the the best was when um he never gave us any child support, and then I remember he said, "I lost millions in that casino, millions, millions." And I'm like, "Millions? You couldn't break my mom off a few thousand for tuition?" <laughs> millions, and he kept saying it. I lost millions at this fucking casino. Millions. Oh my god! Because you remember that last time I saw him, and he he was like a dark cloud. I was playing poker. I was winning, and then he rolled up, and then I'm like, oh fuck. Yeah, he was like, uh, who's the jinx in the Bronx Tale? Or like your buddy kid? Yeah, yeah. Money. Put him in the bathroom. He's a j- he, the mu- the mush, whatever his name was. That's right, the mush. He's, everything he turns turns to shit. Yeah, he's a mush. He's a mush. 
but yeah, when you see him, like my my my, just I, I could be like tap dancing out of the casino, and then the minute I see him, I'm like, oh, <laughs> cash me out, please. Yeah, it's like you. you it, it made me actually. It, it's almost like if you're eating like a slob, and then you see some really obese person come in and like trip, and they're laying on the ground and they can't get up, and then you're like, fuck. Or sitting next to you eating the exact same meal and giving you a thumbs up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, not even any more food than me, the exact amount. Yeah, and even and even handing me like a napkin, like yeah. a mess. Or, or if they say, hey, don't forget about the pierogies over there. Yeah, or they want my pudding. <laughs> the, I, I got to say, the casino is a very weird. First of all, when I walked in, the girl, che- I, I'm 36, and she checked my ID. And, yeah. and and I've never, this is the first time I've ever felt old in my life, okay? They check your ID because they think you look under 30, right? Sure. So this is what the girl said to me. You look good for your age. Damn. For your, but for your age. That's like saying that I'm old as fuck. That means you're getting older, my friend. Listen, the minute I lost my hair at 22, and they stopped, they stopped, Checking my ID at the grocery store when I wanted to buy alcohol is when I went, oh, no. <laughs> Bald immediately will let you get liquor. But the minute they It'll say... never check you again. The minute she says you look good for your age. That means you're old, man. You I know. You stud you once were. Well, but she did say I look good because she was checking my ID. Like, she was shocked how old I was. But but it's disgusting that she said for your age. Like that's the type of thing I would say to like um you know, Hugh Hefner or something. Oh, you look good for your for your age. <laughs> You're in your 80s. You look good for your age. I was playing in this World Series of Poker tournament this week and of course, my buddy Ben who who won a $500,000 bracelet. Of course I see him like tap dancing. He's like, "I'm in the top 3 in this tournament. Uh third place pays 11. He won like $11,000." Damn. Well, I'm just sitting there losing. But, um, so this old guy, like, you ever see these, like, sweet old men where you just want to talk to them because they're nice? Sure. So I'm talking to this guy, and out of nowhere, he starts talking about when he was in Vegas. He goes, oh, I was with my buddy. It's great. He is with this uh, girl who doesn't like to wear underwear. <laughs> and, uh, I was able to see it all. You know, she was, she, he said, um, he said, um, clean shaven. She didn't wear underwear. Oh, it's like it's like The Walking Dead, where they go up to somebody and don't realize to the last minute that it's a walker. <laughs> exactly. You're right. You look, I I, I oh, assumed he was human. Oh, it's a sweet little girl, and they go up to it and all of a sudden you hear, wow, wow, wow. But but you don't you don't expect this old man to say clean shaven. <laughs> He's talking about like a 22 year old girl. He said no underwear, clean shaven. It was great, and then he and kept. And I can only imagine the reaction of an ape cannon would be, nice. That, that's exactly what I said. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Because at that point, you're all in with him, right? Now now I have to yeah. get in on that conversation. Of course. So then he's like, uh, yeah, it's great going my buddy because he gets a lot of pussy. <laughs> <laughs> it was just odd hearing this guy say, pussy wasn't as bad as clean shaven. No, the minute the minute a guy says pussy, it's very cringeworthy. Yeah, clean shaven, clean shaven means he just took a he took a page out of the ape cannon book. 
It's like all the hard. The minute you start saying the hard word like pussy, it just it immediately degrades your level. Yeah, you just kind of get sick. Like, oh, oh. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah, he gets a lot of pussy. You know, no underwear, clean shaven. It was the works. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, so did you did you part did you partake? And he goes, oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm married. I'm married. You don't think if that 22-year-old wanted to show him how clean shaven she was, you don't think he'd be in on that? Of course. Exactly, exactly my point. Any guy that'll say that, that clean, she had a clean-shaved pussy is the same <laughs> guy that would go, if this lady even looked in my direction, I'm pulling my penis out. Yeah, and you better believe he's going to pay, too. Ah, uh, top dollar. You wonder if rich guys, like, I bet even that the, the Las Vegas killer, he got a hooker before he killed everyone. Do you think all the high rollers get hookers? Uh, I would assume so, but I, I think once you're a high roller, you're getting, you're not just getting, like, the lady at the nickel spot at three in the morning. You're getting real girls. Yeah, the minute, the minute you high roll, you're getting the girls that actually look like they can afford to be with you until they until they kiss you and, and send you a PayPal for ten grand. But you know there's high-end escorts, female escorts. Of course there are. So do you think they would get those, or do you think they don't want to spend that kind of money? Are they cheap when it comes to that? I don't know, man. I don't know. It depends how, uh, how dirty a guy is. Shouldn't a hooker be like a tattoo, though? Shouldn't you, like, research it and, like, get the best possible work you could get? Well, my friend, unfortunately, there's not exactly a lot of extensive research you can do when it comes to hookers. No, but I mean... Exactly, they don't exactly have LinkedIn pages, my friend. But at least try to get a, a high... Like, for instance, if you get a tattoo, you don't just go to the shittiest place and say, Yeah, give me that one that's on page seven. Like, you want to research it, make sure they do good work. If I was going to get some high-end hooker, wouldn't you do a lot of research? Maybe talk to our boy Vin Armani, who, see who he would recommend? Well, yeah, that's different. If, if you're, if the fact that we have access to a gigolo, who, who we know, that's probably your best bet. I remember he used to date um, a high-end female escort, I think Arden Moon. Really? Yeah, that was his girlfriend. Now, and, if two, if, if, a, if a male gigolo and a prostitute are dating, are they having the craziest sex or are they not even touching each other? Well, that, yeah, exactly. I, I wonder. Can we, uh, can we phone in Armani right now? I got a lot of questions. We probably could, actually. That, that's, that's a question I, gotta, I want to know the answer to. We should call call her up. <laughs> that's, that's true. It, it, I mean, the last thing you want to do is like, oh, I, I just fucked this one girl. Can we just, can we just binge watch Stranger Things and call it a night, or do you really want to have sex? Hmm, is that her? Yeah, that's her right there. Let's see. Oh, you have her info? Yeah, because she, I think she was, I think she came on our serious show once. Really? I don't remember having a high end escort lady. I just remember Vin. But all right. She was on Gigolos also. Okay. Is that show ever going to come back? I like it. No, Vin Armani said, oh, he said they might bring it back. He said they make so much off the reruns, they haven't been doing any new episodes. Ah. Let's see. All right, I sent her a message. We'll see if she'll come on. Wait. I mean, I mean, who? who it's, it's like 9 o'clock in Vegas, so I don't know what time like a high-end lady would wake up. Maybe she's up early working out and keep it healthy. 
Yeah, she might. I mean, I feel like the high end people they do that stuff like that. Like Vin Armani's always working out. Yeah, the high end one girls they get up at six a.m. They do yoga, Pilates. The girls at the three a.m. slot penny slots or <laughs> probably probably have a needle sticking out of their arm until at least two in the afternoon. How does that work? I wonder if you how how do you go about? And I know a lot of guys listening have picked up hookers in a casino. Because I've had them talk to me before, and you think they're actually just regular girls. Oh God, yeah. And then they'll be like, "Hey, you want to? <laughs> can we? Uh, do you have X amount of money or whatever?" My pussy's clean shaven. Yeah, I have what's known as a clean shaven pussy. <laughs> how how you Americans say? What what do you Americans call the the snapper? I believe you call it clean shaven. You know Harvey Weinstein probably had a million hookers. I don't think so, man. I think he had every Hollywood chick that ever wanted to be in a movie come to his place and do every dirty thing that guy ever wanted. How do you learn how to jerk off in front of girls? Like, how is how does that become your... Okay, let's say your move is, like, you do the standing 69, like the Undertaker tombstone position. <laughs> you don't just pick a girl up and start doing that one day. You, you, you've thought about it a long time. You, no, you, that- and that, and that, I, I'm pretty sure Harvey Weinstein can't complete that move. <laughs> Can you imagine him trying to pick up a girl? He's so weak no, and sloppy. I, I, I see that guy trying to do that and then fall and break through like a coffee table. And could you imagine the angle of the girl looking up at his gut, his his probably oh large balls, small penis? It would be like laying on one of those like swimming pool rafts like with all the different curves and bumps to it. <laughs> That would be. Could you think of a worse position to look at Harvey Weinstein than in standing sixty nine? Oh Lord, yes. The the, uh, the 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 blow job would have to be the worst. Oh, just on your knees and looking straight up and seeing that giant gut and only being able to see like his nose and eyes and forehead, and that's about it. I mean, I know local people who have a lot of money and they have good looking wives and stuff, and they're not even anywhere near as rich or as powerful as Harvey Weinstein. So. You could imagine that a guy like Harvey Weinstein probably was able to take advantage of a lot of really attractive women. Oh, God, yeah. But you know what? There's so many women in Hollywood that seem like such bitches, and they seem like people that are, like, not nice and too good for the room. I want to know all the dirty things that that guy did to those girls. Because somewhere at some point, when they think they're too good for the room, they had to be on the knees looking up at that guy. Yeah, but I don't think all of them were. I think the, the ones, the, the, for okay, for instance, I think this happens in every industry, right? Like bartenders are put in this position. Like if you want to work, do, do you think you just work really? at, do you think you just work at like Omnia in Las Vegas or do you think you get really? sexually harassed? Yeah. I, I mean, every industry, I know girls who work in radio here who have been sexually harassed by a lot of people. Not at, yeah. the, not at my current job, but I mean, in radio, like over the years. They've dealt with a lot of stuff. Sure. So, local radio compared to being a megastar in Hollywood, could you imagine the I difference? I can't imagine it at all. And but, especially since that guy has gone this long without somebody saying, hey, this guy has been doing this for 30 years. Yeah. Well, it's like the Bill Cosby thing. You think they're going to help you, and then you got this slob Bill Cosby like poisoning you. And putting his dick on your forehead, like you. But the, the fucked up thing, the fucked up thing about Bill Cosby is that 
he could have gotten that pussy all by himself because he was like a the same megastar is 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 underrated. I mean, that guy is a fucking icon, and he was a comedic genius, and he could have pulled any kind of pussy he wanted without offering them, "Hey, I'll make your career." He could have just said, "Hey, you want to have some Jello in my room?" And I could have, and he could have. Bam, bam, boom, and had sex with anybody he wanted. Yeah, he could have actually had real sex instead of his poisoning shit. Exactly. He could have legitimately said, I want to have sex, and the clothes would have just thrown right off. No, that's not true, though, because like, all women won't have sex with some big slob like Bill Cosby, but he'd have no, enough. In the, 80, in the 80s, that guy could have, he could have. He could have called his shot like Babe Ruth. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, There's some girls that still wouldn't want to have sex with Bill Cosby, just like no matter what. There's a lot of women as powerful as Harvey Weinstein was, as proven in those audio tapes where he's like, I just want to take a shower. Let me just take a shower, please. Don't embarrass me. Don't. She's like, I do not want to. I do not, Harvey. You grabbed my breasts last time. Please don't embarrass me. Don't embarrass me. Just don't embarrass me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a shower in front of you. Just don't embarrass me. So, so these guys, it's like they've, I think they feel like they should have everyone. So the girls that they can't get, I think that they try to do this kind of shit too. Sure, it's it's a power move for sure. But you know, a guy like Harvey Weinstein, he has a hot wife. I mean, they could easily easily get laid as much as they want. You're right about that. Like Bill Cosby would have no problem. But but think about this: if you're coming up to Harvey Weinstein, it's because you want him to give you a job. Like no girl is coming up to Harvey Weinstein because they saw him on Thursday night television on NBC. As the number one rated person. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you have to be sexually assaulted. If you're if you're actually going no, 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 to no, 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 I'm not, I'm not saying that that warrants sexual assault. I'm just saying the fucked up thing about a guy like Bill Cosby is that people are coming up to him because they loved him. So he could he didn't have to do what he did. But Harvey Weinstein, he's in a situation where these women are coming up to him like needing a job, and he took advantage of that. Like they can't, they didn't come up to him because. They, they, oh my God, I've, I've seen you on television. Like, that's what Bill Cosby did too, though. Bill Cosby would promise these women acting roles and all kinds of stuff. That's where half his victims were. Yeah, that's true. That's it's true. it's like you take a young comedian and she's like, oh, Bill, I want to learn from you. He's like, let me teach you a few things. Then before you know it, she wakes up and Bill Cosby's laying next to her. Could you imagine waking up next to Harvey Weinstein? No. That voice? No, I can't. No, I can't. Could you imagine all the film all over him at all times? Oh. That chest, that the, the gut, the, the the junk itself. I mean, can you imagine all that? Like he really looks like Polly from like Goodfellas in a jumpsuit at all. <laughs> and and Polly's way better looking than him. He is, but I mean, just that body of that that unkempt. I'm in a jumpsuit all day, playing <laughs> cards, smoking cigars, and drinking whiskey all day long. Shitting like tons of shitting and eating. Oh yeah, no shower. Like the only time he showers is when he took it off. <laughs> showers he probably only showers after racquetball because he, he he admits that he can smell himself no no not even that no shower that he takes has ever involved soap yeah just a quick rinse it's just a uh, yeah i'm gonna jump in and i'll uh i'll make sure the water gets on me and then dry off yeah just a quick just and he he always has his hair wet so people know he showered yep oh i just got out of the shower as you can see by my wet hair yeah well there's no soap in here why how did you how did you shower I'm just happy that he's going in for sex rehab. In Europe? Yeah. A, a rapist. A rapist going in for sex. It'd be like a child molester going in for sex therapy. 
Like you're you're a scumbag rapist. You you don't go in for there. And 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 at this point, why would he get help? Like he might as well just keep on jerking off in front of people because now his career's over. Or just stay in Europe and, and, and go to bring a problem, man. But I, I think part. No one's gonna know who he is. But I think his thing was like the power of having sex with these Hollywood starlets. Of course. Or having them be into him. Like, who would ever be into Harvey Weinstein? Nope. Never. Never. It's kind of like being into Larry Flint. Like, if there's women who actually say Larry Flint. Larry Flint's the most disgusting person I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Uh, Larry, oh my, Larry Flint. He's in a, I mean, he's in a wheelchair. He has one of those horrible face. Like, his face is my least favorite kind of face. Where it's like he looks like Skeletor from He Man, that kind of face. Yeah, it's definitely very leathery, very, very like almost like he's got a, a zillion pimples on his face. But there's no his face has no life to it. Like it's like a dead face. It's like it's like a gigantic. It's almost like the uh, the Emperor in Star Wars. Exactly. That's what you're right. That's what he looks like. Later. Oh, you know what's funny? I, I tweeted out to Harvey Firestein, who was in Mrs. Doubtfire. He plays Robin Williams' brother or whatever. I said, am I the only one who thought that Harvey Weinstein and Harvey Firestein were the same guy? And Harvey Firestein liked my tweet. That's unbelievable. I, I really thought they were the same guy. I, to be honest, I only heard the name Harvey Weinstein. I didn't really know who he was. But when they showed the picture... I was like, oh, he does look like that guy. Don't you think Harvey Weinstein is one of those guys who would always go to those, like, Russian spas and stuff like that? Oh, God, yeah. Like, he'd always be walking around naked? The Harvey Weinstein who wasn't very powerful would go to those things. Yeah, just slobs who look like him. Yeah, guys who look like him spend a lot of time in a Russian bathhouse. You know, I was in a Korean spa a week ago. Really? Yeah. Have, Have you ever been to one? Right, let me let me explain to you what happens. Okay, you walk in. They have alf- You have to put on their outfit, okay. which is like um, the shorts that Fred Durst used to wear. They like you know those like dicky shorts that go down to your ankles. Yeah, and then a really tight gray t shirt that is the sleeves are super long, like they're, it's short sleeve but they're long. If that makes sense. Okay. Have you ever seen those kind of shirts? I, uh, I, yeah, you usually have the uh, big and tall stores. Okay, so first you that you, you take your outfit, then you walk into the cock room where everyone has their cock out. Literally everyone, everyone's naked, no matter what they're doing. They're either standing by the bench, they're in the hot tub, they're in there's a there's a board where they lay on and they get scrubbed. Oh my god! Why? How did you even get involved in this? I I got a free pass, so I checked it out because I heard how awesome it was. Okay. Okay, then. You walk, so it's men and women, those, the, the, the male side and the female side. Then there's a co-ed section, okay? Okay. So I'm sure the female section is just like the cock room and the scrub room. And then you walk into the co-ed room and there's a freezer. Like okay. just, just a freezer. And they call it something. Like you sit in a freezer and, and it just, you're frozen. Then they have a room where you lay on this hot slab of like tile. Wait, were you naked? No, 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 no. You never got naked once? No, no. I mean, just to put on the outfit. But when I put on the outfit, I left my shirt on, which was long enough to cover everything up, and then put on the shorts, then took the shirt off. So I was never, I never had anything out. 
Okay. And the co-ed room, you can't be naked. Right. Okay, so there's a freezer, and then there's a room where you lay on a slab of tile, and you it's like 190 degrees or 200 degrees. Oh. Um. And then there's there's you eat. There's like a room to eat in there. I gotta tell you, this sounds awful. Oh, it's horrible. And then then there's another room where people are sleeping. You just lay everyone. Everyone's laying on like a piece of uh, foam, and they're all snoring, and it's, it, everyone's like making noises and stuff. This sounds terrible. It, it was it was one of the most disgusting. I will never go back to a Korea. It was so disgusting. Everything about that seems like something Abe would never do in a billion years. No, but I, I got the free pass, and everyone's like, "These are it's great. You'll love it." And then I went in there, and I I couldn't have felt more. And then they have a room where you can watch movies and stuff. And everyone's in those outfits, no shoes on, eating, snoring, getting scrubbed. It's it's disgusting. What kind, of, what, kind of, what kind of food are we talking? Are we talking like Korean barbecue, like awesome gourmet food? Are we like having a, some, some uh, Ritz crackers and a little bit of uh, veggie dip? It's Korean food, but it's not good. Like I got, I got some kind of fried chicken thing because it was the only thing that looked something I'd recognized. Everything else was like, oh, this is uh, foam, foam papers or something. <laughs> but this sleep, there's a room where they sleep. Like, you could sleep there 24 hours. You could sleep overnight there. That is hilarious. So there's people just laying there snoring. I'm, I, like, it made me want to puke. Like, do you ever go in the theaters now and everyone's laid out on those big, the big uh, theater chairs? Of course. That makes me want to puke when I see that because everyone's laid out and disgusting. Could you imagine going in where all they're doing is sleeping? Like, it's a room where everyone's sleeping. Again, this sounds like the worst thing that Abe Cannon could possibly ever do, and I can't believe you got talked into it. Yeah, it was. It, I'll, I'll never go back, and it was and by... I can't believe I'm only hearing about this now. Well, I was saving it to tell you about it on the podcast. Oh, okay, because usually this is a text message galore. Let, base, let's wrap it up on this. There's one more thing I want to bring up. I know uh, we're running out of time here. Um, when's the last time you had like an actual job interview where they ask you those stock questions? Like now tell me a time when you were frustrated and you had to act like a leader. Oh God, I haven't had one of those since I worked at a retail store. When I was in my twenties. Okay. That's what this was. I was sitting at Starbucks and there was this annoying woman and she was interviewing this older black guy who looked way more put together than her. Like he, he looked like he should be interviewing her, right? Okay. And she she was um, reading the pa- like the questions off a stock sheet of paper, like the, the questions that the company makes her read. You know, like it was such a thorough interview. It was like she was interviewing him to work at NASA. Because when I, I, I'm listening to all these questions, and I look over, she's wearing a T-shirt that said GameStop, <laughs> which is a video game store. She's like, "What's your worst quality?" And he's like, "Well, <laughs> I probably that I just work too hard." And then uh, yeah, there, there is, there, there's only room for the cheesiest answers, sir. What is your most what is what do you consider a, a character flaw? Well, probably that I take my job too seriously. <laughs> I want to make sure that everybody around me has a good day, and I guess yeah, I guess I do that to a fault. I guess. Could you imagine answering that honestly? Like, oh, well, I get really upset at my coworkers. I I, I really don't like to show up on time. Um, I'm the kind of guy who likes to eat everything out of the fridge, even though it's not labeled, or even if it is labeled, I'll eat it. Um, <laughs> I'm usually I, I like to leave a memo at, the, at everybody's desk 
telling them what, what they should dress for on a casual Friday. I do not wake up early. That's one problem I have. Uh, when, you, when, you, when you come around and you see me, I'm probably 99% going to be either on my phone or on Facebook. Um, probably going to be the guy watching a lot of porn at my desk, but don't mind me. I'll, uh, I'll make sure the sound is down. Describe a personal success story. Uh, when I was eight years old, my buddies and I went second place in karate. <laughs> uh, we did this cool karate kid thing, and oh, that's cool! I, that's cool. I'd have, to say, I'd have to say that was like the highlight of my life. It was we we got we got juice boxes for that one. If you're in any kind of leadership position and you're listening to this podcast and you've ever interviewed someone like that, you should demote yourself and not be a leader. Like you shouldn't. Yeah. There's no no one should interview people in that way. No. Uh, tell me about a time when you were coached and it helped you. I also well, think that the mo- I also think the move is let's have a formal interview with Starbucks is also a wrong way to go. Yeah, why why embarrass if, the guy in front of a bunch of people? If you, if you don't have the formal setting of we're going to sit at my desk in my office and we get and I can show you around what possibly could be your place of employment, then this might not be the job you want to get. Plus, the woman looked like a female Guy Fieri. I'm not joking. Well, that, that, yeah, that, that that would be very, very frustrating. Do you think that you'd be a good manager? No, I would suck. Like, how, yeah, all, I don't know. I've never actually managed anybody. The one time I did, like, uh, the place burned down, but it wasn't my fault. I don't like Asians. Yeah, I, I did punch one employee in the face, but he had it coming because he came in late two days in a row. I also, I also like to racially profile anybody that comes into the store. So yeah. is that is that frowned upon? Yeah, is that, that? and I'll never, I won't hire anyone who's not my race. Is that a problem? Yeah. You sure? <laughs> There's no issues with that. I will base. We'll wrap it up on that, and uh, we'll holler. We'll holler. Maybe even again this week, but definitely next week. See you guys. Ah, perfect timing. As I let base go, Arden Moon just messaged me back, and I'll get her on the phone right now. Good morning. Yo. Yo. How you doing? Good. We okay, we, we were asking some questions about when um what would you refer yourself as a court courtesan? Is that the right word? That's what I prefer, yeah. Okay, so when when you were do you still date Vin Armani or is that that's a while ago? <laughs> that was a while ago. Oh, you're not okay. But when you were with here's what we were trying to figure out. When a high, because you're you're like the top of the top for a courtesan, an escort, whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. Yes. And Vin Armani was the top of the top for gigolos, male escorts. Correct. When a when an escort is dating an escort, do they just have a ton of crazy sex, or is it like they have no sex? Because it has to be one of the two. No, it doesn't have to be one of the two. Life's not completely black and white. There are shades of gray. Um, I mean, I probably have a really boring answer for you. Um, I mean, they have they have intimacy at a different level uh, because it's not about it's not about. What are you doing? You sound like you're out of breath. Oh, I just got done chasing my new dog around. Oh. Um, <laughs> No, I wasn't. Ha- well, there was that was earlier this morning. But um, I mean, they ha- it's like a different level of intimacy. It's kind of like, you know, when swingers, uh, couples are swingers and things like that. It's not about the physical sex. 
do you probably have crazier, more experimental type sex than, you know, your average vanilla couple? Absolutely. Um, are you just banging each other all the time? No. So do you, do you, now do you date other guys in the industry or do you just have like a regular guy? Uh, I have acquaintances. Oh, okay. I see. I, I, you know, I don't date a lot. I'm very busy. So I don't think it's fair. So unless a guy is in my industry and gets it or he's somebody who's pretty open-minded, uh, I know, I think it's hard. I think it's hard for them to wrap their head around sometimes. Do you, do you have a lot of high end clients? Uh, I like, mean, I like a lister types. It happens. Oh, wow. Cause that's what I was saying. So we, we were talking about like the Harvey Weinstein situation, right? Mm-hmm. If, if you have all these issues, why, why not get a high end person like you? Cause he has tons of money. So what is it? Is it a power thing that they're trying to do or what, what, what do you think the real issue is with a guy like Harvey Weinstein? Because, okay. So I'll try to break this down for you as best I can. So, you know, sex for some people is an outlet. Um, you know, it's like drugs are for some people, alcohol is for other people. So, and the reason they need that outlet can vary. I think somebody like Harvey Weinstein, yeah, it's definitely a power situation because let's face it, he could probably have any woman that he wanted, but it becomes a domination uh, thing. He's probably actually a lot more uh, insecure than what anybody knows. And, you know, when you're having pussy thrown at you for him it's going to be more of a challenge more of a boost to his ego more of a dominant thing if he can go after what he thinks he can't get if you go to a room and harvey weinstein sitting there how do you get past the way he looks (laughs) uh that's a pretty standard question so uh i mean there's there's different there's a caste system even to what I do. Um, there's different types of escorts. Some are strictly in it for the money. Uh, some actually really enjoy the lifestyle and what they do and people. So if someone is, I guess, you know, to the outside world unattractive, it's, you really develop a sense of, for me, it's it's really not about how people look. It's about their character, and that's just that's just really just how it has to be. But also which with Harvey is horrible, also though. No, that's what I'm saying. So it's not necessarily how handsome you are or the size of your bank account. If you're an asshole, you're an asshole. And either way, for my me personally, I just won't deal with you. I don't have time for it. It's too draining for me that if you're just being an absolute dick, like why, you know, why would I mess with you? Someone like you who's even have time. You're like the top of your industry. Like how do you even could just some random guy listening to this podcast, go to Arden Moon, go to ArdenMoon.com and just get the ball rolling. Yes. So you don't have to be like some high end guy. You just have to have the right amount of money to do it. 
I mean, people pay me for my time. I see, I see men, I see women, I see couples, and everybody has different needs. I, you know, this is something that I've made a career out of. So I cater to people for a multitude of reasons. I've, I've seen people who, you know, just have no sex life at home. So people who want to share a more exciting sex life with their spouse. Um, they want to learn about that. People that are just wanting, you know, actual companionship um, and somebody just to talk to and relate to, which is getting more and more common these days. So you'll just, some guys will just want to talk to you the whole time? Yeah, I can be really entertaining. <laughs> Those are probably the best kind of dates, right? Or maybe the worst, right? Uh, I mean, it's just, to me, it's about company. It's, it's, you know, I've done, you know, we go and do all kinds of different things. So it's about the, it's really just about the company. I mean, I enjoy a good, you know, intellectual conversation that's on a multitude of levels. Have you ever had a guy take you to a wedding or something and pretend like you're his girlfriend? No, I won't let that happen. I don't, I won't do that. See, that's all I would do. Like, I would offer myself up. I'll be like, I could be your date for a wedding and then. We'll make up a backstory. I have pretended to be like the friend from college and stuff like that before. And, you know, it's entertaining, but it's kind of a lot of work. Because whatever lie you tell, you got to remember the the lie you told and you got to keep it up. (laughs) You know, you got, you know, you got to always tell a lie to cover a lie, especially if you can't remember what you told people. So, yeah, that's kind of more like an acting job. You know, it gets difficult. And there's always that one girl that'll keep questioning you, like, oh, so you went to MSU with Mark? And Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, where did you meet him again? How long have you guys yeah. known each other? Why are you 10 years younger? You went to college with him? Yeah, and- exactly. Yeah. Did you ever meet his friend so-and-so? And you're just like, oh, crap, crap, crap. Like, well, You would have met him because they were roommates. That's weird. Exa- yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's always, that's always a catchy, a catchy situation. Could you explain to people the difference between you and like one of the girls in Vegas that'll just approach you at the roulette table? Uh, it's just a much higher, there's, it's twofold. There's a much higher risk scenario, uh, because you don't know if their actual intent is to get you drunk and rob you. Um, or if they may have a pimp or something hanging around somewhere in the casino. Do the pimps like beat you up or something? I don't really know anyone that has one per se anymore, so I I don't I wouldn't know, but you know that that used to be the deal. I think there's so much casino security now, probably not so much. But do I still hear stories that start with, you know, I was drunk in the casino at 3 a.m. and ran into this girl, and does it typically end with, you know, my watch was gone, my wallet was <laughs> gone? Yeah, it's always, like, I always know when it starts that that's how it's going to end. So you could be trusted um, to to lay next to very expensive jewelry and, and and know that it'll be there the next morning? Yeah, I have my own. Even even if there was, like, a bag of cash laying next to you, you wouldn't even want to pull the Sharon Stone and just skim off the top? No, that doesn't intrigue me. I, I, it's not a... I'm kind of an odd duck. Money is not a huge, significant factor to me. Do you have any gambling issues or anything? Because if I lived in Vegas, I'm sure I'd be out of money in like a month. I was actually discussing this yesterday uh, with a girlfriend of mine who used to do. Uh, 
she used to be born, I guess she's actually rather well known, um, Ava Devine. And she, uh, her and I were just discussing how I think just blatantly normal people would find our lives, you know, when we're in our, in our own personal off time. So if anyone wants to reach out to you, they just go to ardenmoon.com, right? Absolutely. And anything else before we let you go here? And the answer, of course, to the question why I called you is that if two people in the same industry, the highest of the high, are having sex, it's not anything crazy. You're saying it's just normal sex. Well, I mean... Like, you don't bring in other... He wouldn't, he wouldn't like, be like, oh, let's bring in this other girl, like the one you just mentioned? Well, no, that happens all the time, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that, that's a lot different than most people. Yeah, it's not It's not the frequency of the sex, um, but yeah, that's what I was saying. It, it's probably more adventurous than most people's sex because you're just, you're more open-minded and you're more confident in, you know, your sexuality. And more importantly, you know the difference between a sexual relationship and an intimate relationship. They're so not you, the same thing. That's so you, what most people fall in the hole is that they're not the same thing. So you'll just call and be like, hey, I'm with, uh, what, what? who's the girl you just mentioned? Ava. You'll be like, hey, I'm with Ava. Do you care if we come over? Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's two or three, but yeah. Damn. Yeah. No, that part can be fun. Absolutely. Yeah. There's, that goes on. Man. But you're just, but it, that could go on with anybody if it's, if you have the right relationship, it doesn't, you don't have to be in the business. Yeah. But then there's all the jealousy factors and stuff like that. And then if, if you wake uh, up and you're that like if you wake you, up, you'd and, be surprised. I know some couples who are pretty open about that part of their, about that part of their lives. And it's, um, I think it's, I think it's very healthy. And, you know, they're, they're, again, they're very clear on the difference between their personal intimacy and what their relationship is versus, you know, a physical relationship. So just go to ardenmoon.com. That's the best way to get a hold of you, right? Is there anything else you want to promote before we let you go? <laughs> no, thank you. But they're welcome to email me. Um, Usually email is best, and yeah, just go through the whole website. I'll give anybody any information that they uh, need to know if they want to spend some time and hang out. What kind of money are we talking here to get started? Uh, People take care of me for my time, and everything is always listed on my website. Oh, it's on the website? Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) I got to talk to you more often. I got to hit you to all this. Let's see. Enter. It's it's painfully easy. Where 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 are the rates? Oh, it's under facts. Or no? Connect. Uh, it's under engagements or something. It's I'm funny. Everything I click on is just a naked picture of you. <laughs> like it says connect, are you, are you and then complaining? you just. And, are you complaining? No. Oh, here we go. Engagement. Oh, that's not bad. You're hilarious. Oh, the the rates are actually reasonable. Duo well, gathering and it, more. It, wow. It, 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 it depends on, yeah, it depends on uh, who you are. Oh, people might have to I mean, pay more or less? 
No, I mean, it depends on the girls. There's some girls that, you know, there's some ladies that charge a lot more for their time. There's some that charge a lot less. There's, you know, there's a lot of variables to your safety and what you're looking for. What's what's the luxury courtesan experience? I'm not sure what you're looking at. It's it's the most expensive thing on your site here. It's the 24 oh, hour one. Oh, that's pro- yeah. It's because it's a 24 hour. But if you if, let's yeah. say someone's with you for 24 hours, like at some point, I mean, what do they do? Are they like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go play video games now for two hours? I mean, do you have to sit there with them for 24 hours? I don't have to. No, no, I, I mean, but but to, you, but but it's I, Vegas, so there's plenty to do here. So you know, it's we're not just you don't sit and just stare at each other. There, you can't have a conversation, and there's gambling and exotic car racing and five star restaurants and shows, and you'd be surprised. Twenty four hours can go pretty quickly. Do you have a good roulette strategy, or do you count cards in blackjack or anything? Uh, I'm a craps player. Nice. What do you play? Do you play the the pass or the do not pass, or do you play like the inside? What do you do? I play the plat, the pass, and the numbers. So what's a good? I, I suck at craps. So what do you play? You play the pass line, and then what, like six and eight, and then if you hit, craps you move out. The best craps has the best odds in the house, but there's multiple play ways to, to play. Some people come kind of bet against the table. Some people just play the come bet. So. Is that what you do? You'll play the pass line and the come line? Um, I typically stick with the numbers. It depends. If I'm rolling, then I stick with the numbers and all the hard ways. But, you know, people usually don't like it if you come up to the table and you're betting against the table. But people do it. That's what I do. I play the do not pass and the do not come. But you're basically, like you said, you're playing against everyone who's rolling. Essentially, yeah. So it pisses everyone off. And they, they're always staring <laughs> staring you down when they hit a number. To stare you down, but it's just you know, it's the same thing if you, you know, when you sit at a blackjack table and you're hitting shit you're not supposed to, and everybody gives you the side eye. Why are you? <laughs> why are you hitting that? Yeah, like I was playing yesterday actually, and the guy kept hitting on. He wouldn't hit on a fifteen against a ten, and it kept working out for him, but it fucked over everyone else at the table. Like the dealer yeah, would yeah. end up busting out, and he'd be like, "See, see why I did it." But I'm like, "Yeah, asshole!" But the rest of us lost because of you. Yeah, they'll usually end up taking your card. Yeah, or not taking it. Yeah. So it's the same. It's the same thing. I don't know why people pay, play roulette. I don't. I think the odds are horrible, but people win at it. Well, I play a section of the huge, wheel. I'm not a. Yeah, I'm not a huge gambler either way. You can't live out here and be gambling too much. That's how they keep building casinos. Yeah, exactly. So what do you have on tap for today? Uh, I actually have a video shoot tonight, so I am getting ready to run out of here and throw a wardrobe together and make sure everything's on point for that. Why do you blur out your face on your website? I blur out my face on my website because it's hard for me to keep people from downloading photos, and I don't like them having... Uh, the content. Oh, so I see. Oh, because they'll, they'll, they'll make like a fake, fake Facebook page or something. Yeah. And like catfish people. 
Yeah, it's essentially the kind of main option I have to kind of control content as much as possible. It is a good website. I recommend checking it out. Arden Moon, A-R-D-E-N, moon.com. And uh, thanks for answering all our questions. No problem. I'm here. Just here to enlighten. Let me know if you need me. Hi, <laughs> right, cool. It was nice talking to you. All right. Later. Bye. Bye. Thank you, Abe, for all the laughter. David Blaine, your magic is real and I believe in you.